and welcome to the Healing Inside podcast, episode 58, with me, Sarah Hunt. And me, Jess Hunt. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 58. Hi Jay, how are you today? I'm very well, very excited about today's topic. Very good, very good. It's a little drier than when I spoke to you previously <laughs> on this previous session. Yeah. <laughs> Just need the sun to come back out. We had such beautiful sunshine recently and uh, a bit dull and overcast at the moment, but there we go. Spring is here, spring is sprung as they say. The daffodils and the crocuses are out. Um, I do love to see that. And um, I've got this beautiful, as you know, beautiful um, pinky purple magnolia in my garden, which is just starting to come into bud, which is actually quite early for it. It's usually late April. So we seem to be a bit ahead with things this year. Um, But it is starting to bud and it's always really beautiful when it comes out into flower. So, yes. Very good. Very good. So today, following on from the last session where we were looking at everything happening as it should and and, um, when it should, um, the topic today is success and failure. Yeah. Because they kind of go together. They do. And failing's not really failing. It's learning. (laughs) That's something that has been brought to my attention a lot recently. (laughs) is to to not look at things when they don't go when you don't get the expected outcome not to see it as a failure but to see as a see it as a learning opportunity and also to see it as um a way of moving to success and of course we probably all define success in different ways um because of how other family our parents may have looked at success how uh, school might have looked at success how society looks at success um and and so our interpretation of success might not be one that is actually good for us because all of us are successful yeah all of us are successful we're successful in everything that we do that we achieve everything that we learn it's it's a, a success but we it's very easy to get caught up on the negative side of things and look at the things that we perceive to be failures rather than to stay focused on where we've been successful and what we've really achieved and, and move forward with yeah it, so we, we you know we can be influenced by society or parents or or whatever in terms of success and failure i mean just look at exams for example you know we have pass Mm. marks and if you don't pass then you fail well no it just means that you in that moment at that time for that exam you didn't recall the knowledge they wanted you to regurgitate on the paper so um i think there's there's two things for me that jump out the first is without failure how do you know what's success anyway so they have to they have to go hand in hand because how do you know 
well, you know, without failure, you can't have success because it would just be an outcome. So, and I think the other thing as well is that it's, you know, as we've said before, an outcome is an outcome. So whether it's successful or whether it's what we class as successful or whether it's something we class as a failure, is just the attachment we put on it. Because an outcome is just an outcome. It's neither good nor bad. It's neither success nor failure. It's just an outcome. So it's how we perceive that. It's how we attach to that that dictates whether we believe that's a failure or somebody else for that matter, because someone else could perceive it as a failure. So it's the attachment or what we attach to it, to the outcome that defines whether we think it's a success or a failure. So if it doesn't work out, we've said this before in podcasts, if it doesn't work out as we expect it to, then that's a learning. Yeah. There you go, yeah. podcast. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> I'm <a> joking. Bit... <laughs> Uh-huh. I said, there you go, podcast done. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, so, so, yeah, I've lost my train of thought now. <laughs> um, I think it's good to look at um, everything as, as being an outcome. Because if we take the emotion out of it, then if we just think, okay, that's an outcome, it's not the outcome I expected or not the outcome I, I wanted, what can I learn from it? Then we can um, we, we can learn a lot from that situation. Whereas if we get frustrated, if we get upset, if we get, you know, um, angry because it's not happened as we expected or as we wanted we see it and we see it as a failure then um that actually shoves us straight into our heads out of our hearts straight into our heads um and then we don't actually see the learning that's there we just see it as a failure yeah and the, the, the thing that's really important is that we learn from the situations that we experience because, as Dad used to say, <laughs> I think I've said this before, but as Dad used to say, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got. So if you just keep doing the same thing and it, you keep getting a perceived failure, then you've not actually learned from the situation and changed it to create a success or an outcome that you want or an outcome that's better than what you expected or wanted. So it, it it's I think it's just important to kind of really um, understand that none of us are failing. None of us are failing. We're just learning. And for some, it takes longer to learn something than for others. And when we're learning, it's about then putting change in place to create what we want rather than what we don't want. And the more that we focus on what we don't want, the more that we tend to get that. Whereas if we focus on what we do want, shift that over to 
um, to a more positive focus on on what we've achieved and what we where we're heading and how well we've done on certain other aspects of things, then that shifts the it, it shifts the perspective and so shifts the energy and draws in more of the positive experiences for us. Yeah. I think this is really important, you know, with children, you know, you mentioned exams and things. And it's very easy if you're not careful with children to focus on where they've not done well. Oh, you need to pull your socks off on this subject or why aren't you doing so well in that subject instead of go looking at where they're doing really, really well and go, wow, that's amazing what you've done there. That's absolutely amazing what you've achieved. Um, and then looking at the areas in the, the areas that they're not so good at it is, so what have you achieved in this? How have you, how's things changed? How's it been made better? But it, it's probably down to programming and things. It's, you know, it's been very easy to kind of hone in on what's gone wrong rather than what's gone right. Yeah, that's, that's kind of normal. I mean, it's normal programming in that, yeah. that, you know, I think back to childhood and, and just do that, don't do that. So you're more likely to get shouted at, or oh, I was, <laughs> maybe that was just my experience. I was more likely to get shouted at for doing something I shouldn't have done in someone else's opinion than praised for something that I did it doesn't mean I never got praised because you know mum and dad or dad particularly but mum and dad did praise me for things that I did I, re I can remember incidences of that I can remember more incidences of getting told off for things I shouldn't have done in their opinion um maybe that was also down to me <laughs> and my um way of living at that time but I think I mean, I'm just thinking back to work experiences um, with bosses and, and, you know, uplines and things where there were, there were not just me either, but incidences of people who did well at certain things and nothing was said. And yet the moment they messed up or the moment they made a mistake, mm -hmm. they were jumped down on. And I think looking back, I think there was probably a lot of ego from the boss's point of view of, actually this might come back and bite me so there might yeah. well have been a lot of you know um backside covering shall we say from the boss's point of view but i think it's very easy like you said it's very easy to fall into that trap of focusing on what's gone wrong or you've made a mistake so you failed effectively and yet what all that means is that the outcome, so as a boss, the outcome I was expecting you to give me was not what I expected. You gave me a different outcome, which to you might seem like the right outcome. So then it's a mismatch of expectation. Mm. So it can, can come back to different reference points, yeah. different experiences. Yeah. Well, we, we all have. I mean, you know, we, we've talked about, we have talked about this before. When you think back to childhood events, and I'm sure we could think of some childhood event, you know, like I don't know, one of the one of the holidays to Western Supermare, sitting in a caravan playing board games with the rain pouring down. I'm sure you remember those, possibly. 
vaguely. vaguely. <laughs> well, it's, it's longer ago for you than it is for me. Careful. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, it's not because it would be the same event. So it's the same length of time. Exactly. Yes. Anyway, the point is that we would have different memories of that same experience. So that event that happened, if we were to recall the same event, there would be a lot of differences between them because of our experiences, our filtering, our programming and how we've interpreted that particular event and the internal representation we have of that event. So how we remember it mm. will be very different. And you can have this where, you know, all of us could experience exactly the same event at exactly the same time. And yet when we recalled it after the event, we would have four different experiences. So it could be, sound like we're talking about four different events. There might be common, there will, no, there will be common things that do occur for all four of us. But, you know, that's because we have different ways of interpreting it. Yeah. And, and also just to kind of add to that is that, within the, the group of four of us some of us may perceive the experience as a positive successful one while others might perceive it as more negative and um not achieving what they wanted to out of out of it because we've all got different expectations yeah well think of think of board games we used to play a lot of board games as kids as you remember um then if you look at so we play board games to win generally the idea is to win and certain members of our family got very upset and stroppy if they didn't win and that i'm not referring to me so you can put puzzling puzzling look so that narrows it down to three people <laughs> <laughs> um whereas so it's, it's then outlook in terms of expectation. So winning is success. Well, for some people that might be, but actually participating and joining and having family time might be the success. The fact we all sat down and played a board game and mum didn't play many board games with us. We did it on holidays, but generally she sat and watched or didn't really, you know, there were a few games she got involved with. But there were times when we all sat down, the six of us, and sat down and played a board game together. Well, that could be success. Yeah, absolutely. It's, so the actual it's action what you define of, as success, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. So, I mean, I remember, I, I will say it, but I remember Timothy, there were times when he got a bit stroppy if he didn't win. And, you know, it could have been his age at the time and kids of that age. and But yeah. it, it was his expectations based on his map of the world in that moment. And that's what he understood. And that's what, he chose to put success as was winning the game getting the most money in monopoly or whatever it is so and there's nothing wrong with being competitive if that's what you want it's about managing your expectations about what's successful and what's failure and it can be a mm -hmm. very very fine line if you look mm -hmm. at look at sports people particularly if they're like olympic level or wimbledon champion level then it could literally be one point between gold and silver in terms of medals for the Olympics. It could be one minute fraction of a second, even if you're looking at sports like 100 metres or, or whatever. So there's a fine line between success and failure. But then if you've got 
silver in the Olympics, is that really a failure? Again, it comes it comes down to perception, doesn't it? And what it is you're looking to to achieve with yeah. whatever you're doing. So for some because, people, because for some people, achieving silver would be a big success. Yeah. Well, for some Whereas, people, just participating in the Olympics, like Eddie the Eagle. Exactly. You know, we are yes. not a winter. We are not a Winter Olympics country. You know, we don't. Not really. Um, although bobsleigh, we do quite well in. You know, he went ahead and it was the participation and getting to the Olympics. There was possibly, and I don't think I'm unfair in saying this, there wasn't a lot of chance of him getting a medal. But in terms of what he did and the fact we're talking about him, however many years on this is, he's still, you know, you mentioned Eddie the Eagle and people know who he is. So yeah. he's successful. <laughs> so... It is. It's what it's the attachment or the connotation we put on something. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. Um, I think it's important as well. You know, when we and we've mentioned this before, but when we make a mistake, it's a mistake. It's an opportunity for learning. Yeah. It's a chance to to uh, take a step back, have a look, another look at the situation, and think, okay, what went well here. What didn't go quite so well? What do I need to change to um, to address this and make it so it flows better in the future? Yeah, it's like um, when, like when we had fluff ups on the podcast recording, for example. Then we know what <laughs> you know. Okay, didn't go quite as we planned, but then we've learned, we've moved on, and and we do things differently the next time. So. Yeah, I think as well. It's it's you know when, when we're looking at success and failure it's be careful not to and, and we have kind of already mentioned this but be be careful not to be totally focused on what's not going right because because if you do that then you'll end up in a downward spiral yeah and and things will continue not to go right but when you're when you can shift and look at the positives shift and look at because to me there's always something to positive to come out of anything that we might perceive as not being positive because there's always an opportunity for learning and therefore an opportunity to change things yeah. um and and we, we've been programmed to um to look at things as good or bad positive or negative success or failure when actually she said right near the start it's it's just an outcome and it's either um an outcome that has given us what we what we want and need in that moment or it's an outcome that's given us an opportunity for learning an opportunity for growth and if we didn't if we didn't make mistakes and we didn't have what we perceive to be failures and everything just went smoothly all the time, what would we learn? How would we grow? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's, that's one of the things to me that's really important on this human journey is that all the time we're being given opportunities to learn more about ourselves, to learn more about who we really are, to learn more about um, what our truth is, to learn more about what feels right to us. 
to learn more about stepping into flow and being in our heart centers rather than in our heads so that everything flows for us and comes together for us yeah I'd just like to revisit something you said a minute ago about if the outcome isn't what we want or what we need it's an opportunity for learning i would suggest that if it's an opportunity for learning that's what we need that's a good point actually so <laughs> yes. yeah we either get what we want or we get what we need and then the need might be a different outcome or it might be what we class as a failure because of the attachment we've put on the outcome we wanted but it will be what we need because it will be the lesson. So the outcome will be what we need in some way. Maybe it's because we needed to learn a lesson, maybe because there was an understanding we needed to have that was going to help us move forwards. And as we said again, right near the beginning, you said, you know, it's the looking back. We can't see necessarily see the benefit or the learning of something until we look back at it and there will be a period of time short or long before we're able to see what the point of that learning was mm. so we won't necessarily see it in the moment we might feel that frustration or anguish or upset or hurt or whatever because the outcome isn't as we expected so we're in that emotion of it but when we let go of the emotion and look at the outcome for what the outcome is that's where we get the lesson. Yes. Yeah, that's very, very true. And I certainly have experiences where I've got frustrated with myself because things haven't worked out the way that I expected. I've gone quite to plan. But when I've calmed down, taken myself out of the situation for a little while, often that's what I've needed to do. Calm down, centered myself drop back into my heart I can then see oh actually that needed to happen because this this and this I haven't taken any notice of or I haven't listened or um looked at um and okay this is where the learning needs to be so that so that you can then move forward but when you've got yourself in a in a bit of a pickle I like that <laughs> that's my favorite expression at the moment got myself in a bit of a pickle um when you've got yourself in a bit of a pickle, sometimes you do need to take that step back and and just take some deep breaths, centre yourself again. Go, okay. It is what it is. I think that's really good when you can get to that place where you can do that. It is what it is. So what is it I need to learn? What is it I need to understand? Because it might not be there's something specific that you need to learn, but it might just be that you need to understand something on a different level. Yeah. And it's, um, it's also looking at the out. So it's looking at what you can control within that environment, within that outcome. Mm. Um, we can get very hung up on the what if or the that should have happened. Why didn't that happen? Rather, or why did that happen like it did? We can go down that rabbit hole of trying to understand, which means we're now in our heads again. Rather than just, OK, step back. It is what it is. This is the circumstance. What do I have control over? What can I influence? What can I change? What can what actions can I take that will change this situation in some way that moves me forwards? Mm. And sometimes 
there's nothing. And the thing that you need to do is let go of it and not do anything. Yeah. So it's looking at this has happened. This is the outcome. Did it work how I wanted it to or didn't it? Okay. What do I need to do, if anything? What if anything, do yeah. I need to do now? So sometimes it's just having the awareness, isn't it? Yeah. And sometimes it's just having the awareness. And then if you're presented with a similar situation at a later date, that awareness will kind of be brought to your attention again. And you may then stop and think, think oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute, I need to look at this yeah. in a different way. So it's not always that you need to sort something out right then, right in that moment. Sometimes it is just bringing something to your attention, to your awareness, so that should you have a similar experience at a later date, because no two experiences are the same. Yeah. might be similar, but they're the same, but they're not the same, are they? Um, then you have that awareness to change the way that you deal with that situation which will probably then change the outcome yeah and give you a better outcome than the outcome that you had with the previous experience yeah just look at look at inventors yes it doesn't matter which inventor you think about whether it's edison or whether it's dyson they go through iterations of things Anything goes through iterations. These things work. Oh, how can we improve it? How can we make the outcome better? How can we make the, the vacuum cleaner work better? How can we make a car work better? I don't know, whatever it might be. It's all, from a scientific point of view, from an um, inventor point of view, it's about iterations. It's about trying something that didn't work. What can I change? Right, now let's change this thing and now let's go again. Oh, that didn't. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Now let's try changing this bit and go again. And that's really what we're looking at because they're not failure. They're just outcomes that didn't work as expected, or there was a learning from the outcome that then helped move them forwards. And sometimes maybe that's how we should approach life, but from a heart centered point of view, not from a head centered point of view. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. yeah, I think it is interesting because you know it's um, from quite a young age. Success and failure is kind of playground into children, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and and I know as a parent, I I always tried to make sure that I focused on the successes with the children focused on the positive things didn't always work what was going on obviously but it, it always made things better if we focused on the positive rather than on the negative yeah so and 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 it all comes down to perception it all comes down to perception what i see as a success and what Joe blogs down the street sees as a success might be completely different. And that's okay. Because yeah. we're different people with different experiences and different reference points and different um objectives and goals. So, so yeah, so we can only really look at what's a success for ourselves. I think it's very um something that 
to think about that you said um, about getting um, told off for things that that weren't seen as successful. Um, that's the other person's perception yeah. of that situation. But actually, you might have needed to do that to get learning that you needed. Yeah, absolutely. From it. And, and I remember, I remember Alice at the age of 15, I was trying to get her to see something and to help her. And she turned around to me, I stopped her making mistakes, basically. She turned around to me and she said, she said, Mom, I might only be 15, but I need to make my own mistakes so that I learn from them. It was quite profound for a 15-year-old. profound for a 15-year-old. <laughs> yes. But, but I think, you know, that's something that's, that's actually a really good point is that, you know, we each learn from our own mistakes. And sometimes, and I've certainly seen it, and I'm sure our parents saw it with us, I've seen it with my own children. And I thought, no, 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 don't go down that path. Don't do that. <laughs> and they've done it still. And then there's been all sorts going on. But then I can see that they've learned a lot from experiencing that. So it's, you know, what I perceive as not being right might not be... Um, what I would want for them, but sometimes it's what they need to actually yeah. grow and be able to move forward. So, um, so my perception of, of success and failure will be different to my children's perception of success and failure as well. Absolutely. Even though I've, I, you know, they've they've been brought up with me, um, and and that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. I think that's important to remember as well that it's okay. Um, because we're all different, we're all on our own journey, and we're all got our own things to learn. And and sometimes we can learn by observing other people and their mistakes. But sometimes we have to make mistakes ourselves to learn from it and shift that mistake into the success that we want. Yeah. So there we go. Anything else you want to add? No, I don't think so. I think we've covered. I think we've covered everything. I feels right to go in this episode. So yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. a success. I agree with you, indeed. Okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, hopefully we've given the listeners lots to kind of think about again. Um, thank you for taking the time to listen. If you've got any questions or comments, then do please get in touch with us. Um, the the way to get in touch with us is in the show notes, or you can put a comment under the video um, in Podbean or in YouTube. Yep. Um, and um, yeah, until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. Mm-hmm.